Welcome to the Off The Crutch Podcast, your home for disability-related topics from a disabled perspective. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Off The Crutch. My name is Travis Davis. We are finally in March, which means it is Cerebral Palsy Awareness Month. And so I thought for the month of March, I would have on guests in the Cerebral Palsy community answer any questions you may have, and highlight organizations that do a wonderful job in the country helping individuals with cerebral palsy. To begin the month, I decided I would start with 10 facts about cerebral palsy and how they relate to me. So no guest this week, but let's get into the list. Number one, cerebral palsy is a birth defect and disability that affects a person's movement, balance, and posture. Number two, there are three types of cerebral palsy, spastic, dyskinetic, and ataxic. Spastic cerebral palsy causes stiffness and movement difficulties. Dyskinetic CP affects uncontrolled movements, and ataxic CP causes a problem with balance and depth perception. I have what's called spastic diplegia, which means that everything below the waist is affected, which causes a lot of spasticity and stiff muscles. Number three, CP is caused by damage to the developing brain. And some factors relating to CP are being born too small, being born too early, or complications with birth. I was born prematurely, which led to my cerebral palsy diagnosis. Number four, no two people have cerebral palsy the same way. Now, I've been able to meet and interact with so many people with CP growing up. I used to travel playing wheelchair basketball, and I had teammates with CP. Even now on social media, I interact with a lot of individuals with CP. They don't look like me. They don't talk like me, walk like me. And some of them are not even as good looking as me. But that is okay because we are all unique and have our own wonderful abilities. Number five, some people with CP can have Cognitive challenges, but in most cases, they have average to above average IQs. So last month, I needed to take a test for some disability-related services here. And part of the test included an IQ test. took me about three hours to do, and I got the results back a couple weeks ago. Unfortunately came back that I am not a genius. I was a little disappointed at first because I thought for sure I was going to be a genius. Didn't work out that way, but that is okay. Came back. I have average IQ. There is absolutely nothing wrong with having average IQ. And I think that given all the factors growing up, having average IQ was pretty good considering what I had to go through. Number six, 
There are a number of therapies that are excellent for people with CP. They include physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, aquatic therapy, and therapeutic horseback riding. So I can say from personal experience that physical therapy, aquatic therapy, and therapeutic horseback riding were really great for my development with my legs. And even now I do physical therapy twice a week and it really helps alleviate some of the pain and some of my muscle tightness. Number seven, women and men with CP can have children and women can have normal pregnancies. CP isn't genetic, so it does not affect an unborn baby, which is good news for myself and my future wife. Knowing that CP is not genetic makes it easier to have discussions about pregnancy without having that in the back of our minds. Number eight, some people who have cerebral palsy can drive. Now, it sounds a little silly to say that out loud because you're thinking, well, of course people with disabilities can drive. But then I'm sure there's other people that thought, wait, if he has some issues with his legs, how can he drive? Well, I have what's called hand controls that hook on to the steering wheel and the gas and the brake that allows me to steer and accelerate the car with my hands. It is very convenient for me and other people with CP that need a little bit extra support in driving carefully. So I've been driving for a very long time, no accidents, knock on wood, and being able to drive a car just adds to the level of independence that I have, and I know so many other people with CP who drive independently. Number 10, which is maybe the most hot button fact that is on this list. There is no cure for cerebral palsy. There is a good amount of individuals out there with CP that are so comfortable with their disability that they would not have it any other way. But then there's also this other group of individuals with CP that just don't want to have this disability. And I understand both sides of it. I also understand from the parental side, if you have a son or daughter with cerebral palsy and you don't want that life for them or you wish that they just didn't have this disability in the first place. So I understand all that. I feel comfortable with my disability and it does not bother me that there's no cure for cerebral palsy. There's also wonderful research organizations like the Cerebral Palsy Foundation who work tirelessly to find treatments and learn more about this disability on a daily basis to prevent cerebral palsy diagnoses from happening while also providing support for parents and adults with cerebral palsy. So those are my 10 cerebral palsy facts. I hope you found them informative. If any of you have questions about cerebral palsy that you would like me to 
answer this month, you can email me at offthecrutch at gmail.com. And please follow me on social media at offthecrutchpod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening this week. I appreciate all of you, and I hope that this month will be beneficial for all of my listeners. Take care.